Yay! The kids are finally asleep. So do you feel like... I've got a feeling a boss fight's coming up. Ooh, I just got wrecked. Headshot, baby. Ooh, it's your turn to get the baby. So are you up to the challenge? Run, 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 run. And we're dead. That's when I realized I have no idea what I'm doing. GG. Welcome back to another episode of the Gamer Parents Podcast. My name is Joanne and I'm joined by my amazing husband and bug-eating partner in crime, Kevin. Hey y'all and uh, thank you for that uh, wild introduction that will make a lot more sense later to everybody, I guess. Yep. You heard it, bug-eating partner. That's, that's the first time I've ever been called that, but um, <laughs> we'll, we will explain later. Yes, a lot of first times today. <laughs> yeah. And this is episode 47, and we're like three weeks away from 2023. So I think we might actually hit episode 50 by the end of this year. Yeah, no, I guess we will. Yeah, we definitely will. Mm-hmm. That would be a milestone ending 2022 with a big old five zero. Actually, looking at the calendar right now, episode 50 will should come out on January 2nd. So it'll kick off the new year for everybody. Okay, unless we push it two days ahead of time. <laughs> True. We can Possibly. work it out. We can work it out. <laughs> I think it's close enough. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, before we jump into all the good stuff we have for you, let's start with Kevin. How has your week been going? Yeah. So in life this last week, which still relates to gaming in a way, is we have really turned up the notch in how, how much streaming we've been doing. Yeah. Um, just from moving over to Twitch and then getting involved in kind of like a 12-day-long charity run. Yes. Benefiting American Heart Association. Now, we kind of talked about this mm -hmm. last week, and we just wrapped up our fifth charity stream last night. Mm -hmm. um, we did end up raising... Was it $110? Yes. Which is something. Yep. Not our goal of 250 but hey. That's okay. It was our first first time streaming for charity. Yep. And we're not even really all that used to streaming too much to begin with, so didn't really know how it was going to go. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we're happy with it for the first time. Yes. We did get to have a lot of fun with it, and then we also got to have a little bit of not so much fun with it <laughs> because we did different tiered rewards for various donation levels as well as milestones for total donations and so we broke that hundred dollar mark and the milestone for that was that joanne and i would eat some dehydrated bugs yes and there are like five kinds of bugs from silkworms sago worms field crickets house crickets and grasshoppers. Ooh, yeah. So that's why Joanne called me bug eating husband at the start of this, um, because <laughs> that was what that actually happened last night. It was live on stream. Yes. So the 
I think I actually clipped it over there too. So if you want to see a clip, you can do that on our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash gamerparentspod. You also have the full charity stream video on there as well for, I believe, a few weeks. And yeah, so what did you think about the bugs, Joanne? I thought they were very crunchy. I mean, like we had like one person viewing yeah, it live. We, we, uh, we did get to have somebody watching us do it, which was nice. Yeah. Um, they kind of got to egg us on a little bit mm-hmm. and uh, give us that drive to, to finish everything off. And that person could actually hear us like crunching on it. Because it was that crispy and crunchy. Oh, yeah. There's the ASMR, right? Because you're doing this, like, right in front of the mic. And these things, they're, you know, they're dehydrated or dried out, right? So they're super dry, crunchy, um, and obviously not, like, juicy at all. So you can really hear it. It's almost like, you know, biting into a chip or something. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, what did you think about the taste, though? Oh, I think my least favorite bug was the silkworm. It was kind of like bitter or dry. I don't know. I just, I felt like I was eating some ash or something. Yeah, like it it feels like it's uh, the texture of it when you bite into it. It just kind of bursts into like a bunch of little tiny pieces. And it feels almost like something that's really burned. Mm-hmm. Right? Because it kind of just like shatters like that. Yes. And then the taste of it just like is really bitter. Yeah. And just not good. Yeah, kind of like ash in a way. And I had trouble eating the grasshoppers because like the grasshoppers were, I don't know, their body was pretty intact. I would say like their head and eyes and legs were pretty obvious. I mean, I had a hard time and it didn't taste as good as the crickets. Well, not that the as crickets good t- taste good. I mean, I didn't think none none of this stuff tastes good. <laughs> the the sag- grasshopper was the biggest in size. Yeah, that was, it was. probably the, what made that one the worst part about that grasshopper. Mm-hmm. It was, was that huge. It was the biggest in size. Uh, but honestly, I think the cricket had the worst taste. Oh, really? They all kind of tasted similar, but the cricket was just like stronger for me. And maybe it would just happen to be that that bite like hit more of my taste buds or something. I don't know, but that one just seemed to be taste a little bit worse for me. Oh, you mean the one with the antenna on it? No, it was the, the first cricket. I don't know which version, which one it was, but I remember it was one of the crickets was the worst. I did not like that one at all. The worms weren't so bad for me. I think partly because those were like smaller than the grasshopper or the cricket. The sago worm was the least overpowering. Yeah, the Sega one was the least overpowering one, so... Uh-huh. Yep, but it was definitely an experience eating bugs with you. Yeah, not something that I have ever done or would ever really think about doing. But then, and honestly, this was Joanne's idea, surprise, surprise, of, hey, let's do this as something for charity, right? So we're only doing this to try to help push donations and, and raise charity for American Heart Association. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll do it for charity, but I ain't doing this for any other reason. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the bean boozle was worse than the bugs. I don't yeah. know. That's just my really? opinion. No, I, I don't know about that. So that's another thing. Another one of the... Uh, Donation rewards. Anytime somebody donated, we would both 
eat a bean boozled jelly bean, mm-hmm. which are these jelly beans that have these really wild, crazy flavors. Yes. Some of them are good. Some of them are just plain horrible and rotten. Uh, for example, rotten egg is one oh. of the flavors. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, and you actually got that one, right? Yeah. Tell, it, us, tell us about that one. Wait, so it was either buttered popcorn or rotten egg. Mm-hmm. And I think I got the buttered popcorn. Yeah, and I got the rotten egg, and it was horrible. It is like having a condensed bad hard-boiled egg in your mouth that is like condensed into the size of a bean so yeah i i hated the lingering taste of it like it just like gets stuck onto my molars and and i had to like deal with that eggy taste not just a regular egg but i love eggs by the way but not rotten eggs and this is like far worse (laughs) than that so and one thing that i've noticed with the bean boozled's they um they like to stick in your teeth right after you're yes. done chewing through them just like any kind of jelly beans yeah you know they're hard to like get completely Off. out yeah <laughs> so um i guess the only bad one that i got throughout the whole charity streams was the booger flavor which looks like salt you say a little <laughs> bit like salty and just like a i don't know just like kind of like bitter and uh I mean, not sweet at all, definitely. Mm-hmm. A little bit salty. It just kind of had like a weird, like, gross t- flavor to it. I- I'm having a hard time explaining that, but yeah, that one wasn't very good. I don't think it was as bad as your rotten egg one, so it probably could have been worse for me. Yeah. And I think there's some other flavors in there that we didn't have the uh, luxury of trying. Mm-hmm. Like, um, what is it, Dirty Dishwasher, I've heard is pretty bad. Or the socks, Stinky smelly socks. socks. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, that one would, I'm sure would not be good either. So we still have it as uh, channel point rewards for oh our streams. My. So we might still get to those at some point if people want to redeem some channel points and make us eat some of these jelly beans. And I'm going to make like some of the channel points for redemption. Mm-hmm. The bug eating thing too. That way we're fair. Not just jelly beans that I do not like, but also bugs that we don't like. I would rather do the jelly bean than the bugs though, to be honest. But the channel points for the jelly beans are way lower compared to the bugs one. Like how we did for the charity donations. That's what I mean. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then then I guess that's fair. Mm -hmm. But it needs to be difficult for people to do. And then uh, we don't have to do it that often. That's That's what we need. Thing. We did we did five streams over the last week or mm-hmm. so, I guess really over like eight days. Um, and I felt like, I mean, that's by far the most streaming we have ever done in that short of a time frame. True. But I kind of enjoyed it, like, in a way. Yeah, I mean, it was it was fun. I enjoyed it. It allowed us to get to... Twitch affiliate. Oh, yeah. We hit, we hit um, affiliate status on Twitch, mainly because we put the hours in. Yeah, so as much as I enjoyed the extra streaming that we've been doing, it's also, I've noticed, a little bit tiring. Um, just because I feel like those nights are a little bit later, and usually by the end of it, we're kind of wiped. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I just feel like we've been pushing ourselves a little bit harder than normal yeah mostly because of that and there's just been a lot going on yeah plus not to mention making the posters for it and yeah promoting we, we, it. We, were, we were pushing it 
you know, like we were every time we were trying to get the word out and, you know, trying to go to everyone that we know and mm-hmm. try to get people excited for this whole thing, you know, <laughs> yeah. it was like very time consuming on all that stuff in addition to just the streams itself. Mm-hmm. I think I like it better if like we stream more by increasing the number of surprise streams like we first did versus like the charity stream is just because of um this charity you know event that we're doing that it's making it more tiring because we know we're trying to promote it and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but i think like streaming itself is not that stressful if it's more like impromptu and whatnot sure yeah and i think if it's not if it's a regular stream and not like a charity stream, mm-hmm. I think it makes it a lot. It's a lot simpler. It's a lot more relaxed. There's a lot less that we have to do and take care mm-hmm. of and organize and everything. So it's a completely different feel. Yeah. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm okay with keeping up to speed on uh, the number of streams that we're doing. Yep. And don't forget to mention, you also had a first time kissing me on stream yeah, with that was a mustache. Art of... <laughs> that's true. Um, so another one of the charity rewards that we had was Mustache Mayhem, what we were calling it. Mm-hmm. So we would both put on a mustache if somebody uh, donated at least 20 to, No. Yeah, 20 20 dollars mm-hmm. $20? Yeah. Um, so f- there was a couple of streams there that we ended up wearing a mustache like the whole time. Yeah. So and then we have a a uh, channel point reward uh, that would force us to kiss. Mm-hmm. So we ended up kissing with uh, mustaches on, which was the first time I've ever kissed someone with a mustache. So yeah, <laughs> I thought that was that funny. Was another first for that stream. And I totally forgot that I had a mustache on. I was like, okay, someone redeem kiss, so let's do it. So we kiss, and then it felt weird because, like, hey, there's something between our lip. <laughs> so yeah, it's like I was not used to that. I know that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So we hit Twitch affiliate. We get to eat bugs and have some bean boozled moments and kiss with a mustache on. We raised hundred and ten dollars. I think it was a good charity stream all in all yeah it was it was fun and it was an experience and like we learned quite a bit from it mm-hmm. that's true in gaming though i am still playing a lot of marvel snap oh snap <laughs> and i mean i've been doing every mission as soon as they come up i'm constantly upgrading my cards i'm keeping up with the you know, the, the season's battle pass or whatever. I mean, I'm doing just about everything that I can in it. I'm alternating through a few different decks. I feel like I haven't gotten any, like, cool or unique cards in a while. I did buy some variants recently, uh, just with the in-game gold. I haven't spent any of my own money on it, but, um, you know, I did did pick up a few variants that I like, which it really is just, just cosmetic for your card. It doesn't really do anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just the last couple of days here, I got into more Hearthstone. Yeah. You know, I had mentioned that that next expansion was coming out and it did release. Mm-hmm. And so Death Knights are now a thing in Hearthstone. So I have made a few Death Knight decks and I am having a blast with them. I really like them because if anyone's familiar with Death Knights from World of Warcraft, there are three different kinds, right? There's Frost, Blood, and Unholy. 
So there's a three different kinds of cards and you know when you build a deck you can go all blood all unholy all frost you know and then you get like access to far better cards if you only stick to one so it almost feels like three different classes in one if you're trying to like stick with one of those so it's been a lot of fun and they they're a lot different from each other so i feel like they've added a lot more variety into the game and with this class especially and you know i'm having fun with it i like uh, a lot of the mechanics that they've added with it and i'm really enjoying it interesting i can't wait to see how it look i haven't been back on hearthstone for a while so yeah i i can't decide right now which one i like more marvel snap or hearthstone it might be back towards hearthstone which mm -hmm. is the first time since marvel snap came out Gotcha. It's your yeah. eternal flame. You can never it give is. it up. It's, uh, <laughs> starting to take things back. Although I'm still loving Marvel Snap. I'm still there. Don't worry, Marvel Snap. You still have me. <laughs> uh, but also in gaming, we mentioned the PS5 that we are relatively new with. And I got a chance to finally start God of War, Ragnarok, mm -hmm. uh, which is a top game right now. Yeah. And a lot of people are playing it, and I am about five or six hours into it. Okay. And it has everything in it that I can remember from the, the 2018 God of War mm -hmm. that made me really like that game, right? It's a lot of the same kind of feel and vibe. And obviously, Atreus is just older now than he was in the prior game. So he's not like a little kid anymore. Uh, his voice is deeper now and you know he's gone through puberty and you know uh i feel like kratos is and you kind of have like this father-son bonding vibe to the game where kratos is trying to deal with his you know up-and-coming son who is atreus is trying to f find himself more in this game than in the last one mm-hmm Right, and Kratos is like trying to manage being the god of war, but also being <laughs> a father. You know, a father, kind of like the story of our life, trying to manage gaming yeah, and being you know, a parent. And and Atreus, <laughs> you know, trying to figure out his, you know, purpose and who he is, and Kratos is trying to protect him, mm -hmm. and they butt heads on, on some things, you know. Um, so it's just a, it's a nice story, um, especially for as a parent. Yeah, you know, and and our kids aren't that old, but you know, I, I think it's neat to watch, mm -hmm. you know, and get the story side of it. And plus, the gameplay is super fun. Um, the boss fights just feel incredibly epic, you know, and like, yeah, very exciting. Yeah, feel to the whole thing. Like Kevin's been the one playing it right now. I've been just watching him play. And he's playing it on the most difficult yeah, difficult yeah. level. So about that, I did want to say, I've recently been watching uh, another streamer on Twitch. His name is Jolt209. And he had been playing some God of War. And he was playing it on the hardest difficulty, which is called Give Me God of War. Mm -hmm. And... It, in a way, inspired me to try that that difficulty in my own playthrough. And so that's what I've been doing since I started. I put it on that difficulty right right off the bat. And then yep. I have stuck with it. I have died a lot. Yep. 
Um, I have not yet lowered the difficulty. So I did mm-hmm. read if you lower the difficulty, you can't move it back up. So once we drop the difficulty, like there's no going back. You can't just switch it there for a hard hard part and then change it back. Like mm-hmm. it, you're stuck there once you lower it. It makes sense. Keep it fair. Yeah. So if you want to beat the whole game on it, you got to beat the whole game on it. Yeah. And that is why I have not played it because I knew that it would be like literally impossible for me to beat it at the hardest difficulty yeah you don't really lose anything i know if you die though so like that part of it is nice right you know it's not like dark souls or something where you're dropping like losing out on everything you're worked for you know you don't lose experience or something weird like that you lose dignity you know (laughs) if anything yeah it's just more annoying that you have to yeah reload every time but yeah it's so, not that bad not not for me in that sense <laughs> yeah um but yeah it's a great game so far i am gonna push through until i can finish it um it'll probably take me a bit because we're playing a lot of other games at the same time right now but that's gonna be the game i play on the ps5 every time until i beat it mm-hmm. uh, also this week we have been playing quite a bit of world of warcraft it is a life is stealer a that we love so much. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, you know, you've been leveling your new evoker, the new yes. class for this expansion. I started off leveling my monk, my windwalker monk, for the first week or so, and then just recently I decided to switch to a mage, and specifically, kind of like arcane mage with a potentially switching to frost at some points because those are kind of the two specs that i like the most so right now i am having to level that one up to catch up to you joanne mm-hmm. so that we can uh, play together again so that's what i'm working on when i'm on the pc when we're playing that trying to catch up to you but i'll, I'll catch up to you in no time just yeah you give me will a couple more weeks and we'll, i'll be up there mm-hmm. and we'll get back into the higher level content stuff in that game and then uh, Rushdown Revolt, we've been playing a bit of this week, That's which is a game, game we've mentioned previously because we played the heck out of that game at uh-huh. DreamHack. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So they had this whole station there, and it was all Rushdown Revolt. They gave like a whole bunch of cool free stuff, like stickers and lanyards, and they had all these stations set up where people could sit down and play the game, and boy, did we play that game. We we probably played we probably sat down and had what five six seven sessions of it throughout that weekend. I think more, yeah. Maybe more. Okay, more, more probably. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it's like our go-to station after every like yeah, like whenever we didn't know what to do and like even sometimes we were just like walking by and there would be like an open station. We'd mm-hmm. be like, eh, rush down the boat. Eh, eh, eh. All right. Yeah. All right, let's go. <laughs> yeah. You know, so we'd go and like play a few games and then we'd like go walk off and do something else. So that's why the repeatability of that game is pretty high to me. Yeah. <laughs> true. But we will get into that yeah. later when we get into the game review. Because but, this is the game of the week, just FYI. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Um, before I get into something else that happened this week, uh, how was your week in life and gaming? Okay. So pretty much the same around life where. You know, just yeah. recovering from our little bug that we caught from our kids. And then eating some bugs. 
and then eating some bugs and then the charity stream i have also been busy buying gifts for christmas because mm, tis that, that season yes i've been having fun we'll be having like about four friendsmas in total if you don't know what that term is it's christmas with your friends and that's where you know friendsmas just sounds better yeah way shorter easier to say mm -hmm. it says christmas with friends just call it friendsmas friendsmas yep so that's where like gift exchanging occurs especially when your friends have little ones too and they're going to be playing with your kids so yeah friendsmas is totally different when you have children it's more about the kids it's focused on the kids like yeah. i am not expecting to get anything for christmas <laughs> oh you will it's just the, we'll get to watch the kids do stuff yeah <laughs> yeah but it's more fun when it's the kids so yeah i've been busy buying the gifts but i haven't wrapped any of them only because our son is old enough now to know that santa will come by on the night before christmas to put the gifts under the tree so that means i can't wrap it up because he'll find it we just have to hide it really well. Like we yeah. can't put it out because he might open it or he might find it, obviously. But I think if we hide it well enough, just you know, leave it hidden somewhere, and then the night before Christmas, we'll go put it out by the tree or something. Or yeah. put it out earlier. I don't think it really. Oh, matters. it matters to him. Okay. <laughs> also, I keep telling him that if he wants to get more presents, he needs to bake Santa cookies and leave cookies and milk out one night preferably sometime right around christmas yeah so that you know uh, santa will bring him more presents that's funny. and i get to eat the cookies yeah so yeah he's been busy writing down the list for santa and pestering me to bake cookies every day and i'm that's, like it's that's too probably, early that's probably my fault <laughs> i know but it's like too early it's not even christmas yet the cookies will go bad before the, the, funny, the funny thing is he will never share his cookies with me, but if I tell him that he needs to make cookies for Santa, like, this is all he wants to do. Yes. Yes. That is pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's the week in life. As for gaming, I did play some more Genshin Impact, but not so much. Maybe another hour into it in okay. total this week, because most of the time it's, like, during our charity stream, and that's wow world of warcraft as well mm. as rush down revolt or evil right so yeah i haven't really played other games this week apart from that any other thoughts on genshin impact or you still need to put more time into it before I, you really know i think it'll be fair for me to put more time into it so okay but that's about it okay so the other thing that happened this week was the 2022 game awards ah yes which a lot of people were watching we were watching for some of it at least i think we we probably ended up watching maybe half of it or so and then the rest of it kind of in highlights uh there was a, a lot that happened uh just some of the the main titles we kind of just wanted to run through like some of the who some of the winners were and um yeah so i'm just going to go through some of the categories that I was kind of paying most attention to. I'm not going to go through everything because some of these, you know, especially the esports one, I more or less don't have a much of a, an opinion on. Mm -hmm. uh, but on indie games, 
um, the Indie Game Award went to Stray. <laughs> I know. Which I'm not that surprised by. I feel like as far as like an indie studio, they did a really good job with mm-hmm. Stray because it seemed very unique and it was an idea that drew a lot of people into wanting to try the game. You know, And it looked great. Uh, I know it wasn't a very long game. It wasn't a very expensive game. It was like, I think it was like $30 or so when it was released. It was not full priced. You know, I think as far as an indie game, they did a really good job with it. So I'm not really all that surprised there. I would have loved to see Vampire Survivors make that one because that was my favorite game of the bunch. But I totally get why Stray won that one. True. I mean, it was even nominated for Game of the Year, right? Which is unusual, like for Game of the Year. Yeah, that's what I wanted to to say. uh, Indie games, right? Yeah. Like, exactly. So for a game to be in the same category for indie and game of the year, it's got to be a pretty decent game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the best soundtrack went to God of War Ragnarok. Yay. Which I haven't really, I guess I haven't been playing it long enough to notice that, right? The music, the soundtrack mm-hmm. of the game. Although that makes me more excited. I love a really good soundtrack. Yeah, I meant to mention that. It was by Hozier, and mm-hmm. we know how Hozier can sing really well. And when he performed on stage... Yeah, I, think I saw it, him. They had him at the Game Awards. Yeah. Even, and they did a song there, um, which I, I guess was out of Ragnarok. Yeah, Blood Upon the Snow. Yet. Yeah. yeah. But it was so enchanting. Like, I was entranced in, in by his voice and the arrangement of the song that I will be definitely looking out for that in the game. Yeah. And um, another category of art direction was won by Elden Ring, which not very big surprise there. Yeah. Uh, best performance, which kind of usually comes down to voice acting, right? So these are individual people mm-hmm. who are nominated for this one. And I'm not... Really all that surprised by this one, but the performance award went to Christopher Judge, who voices Kratos from God of War Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Very distinct voice, you know? And it's obviously not his normal, natural yeah. voice. He probably has to make it even deeper a little bit for mm-hmm. Kratos. His natural voice, when he was like saying thank you, you know, did not sound like Kratos. So it's impressive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another one that I was kind of excited to see... Uh, but the award was Games for Impact, and that one was won by As Dusk Falls, which I liked because we really liked that game. We reviewed yeah. that game. It was on Game Pass. We really enjoyed it, and they got to win an award, mm-hmm. which was great to see. Mm-hmm. We gave it a high, a high we gave it score a very high too. Rating. Yeah, yeah, like one of the highest that we've done so far, which is mm-hmm. pretty impressive. Uh, on the action and adventure category. God of War Ragnarok won that one as well. I'm not surprised by it. I feel like God of War is, is by definition, an action and adventure game. And it is definitely one of the best. They also won the Narrative Award and Innovation and Accessibility. Uh, God of War won both of those too. So they definitely picked up a lot of awards. Uh, best role-playing game went to Elden Ring. Ooh, best mobile game. Here we go. Best mobile game. Who do you think won best mobile game? Genshin Impact. No. What? They they did not. No. They were on there. They were um, nominated for mobile. Uh, But that went to my good old friend Marvel Snap. Are you kidding? Okay. I got to check Marvel Snap out now. I mean, it's 
it's been a hot item since it came out. And it's Marvel. I, I love it. I mean, it has everything I like about it. It's a card game with strategy, synergies. It's Marvel-related. Who doesn't like Marvel? Uh, best ongoing game went to Final Fantasy XIV. Not that surprised. Somehow, World of Warcraft was not even on here. But no, I actually totally get why. And then Game of the Year, which is the one everyone's paying attention to more yeah. than the others. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of figured it was going to be down to either God of War or Elden Ring on this one. The rest just seemed to, to fall a little bit short. And uh, Game of the Year did end up going to Elden Ring. Yay, congrats! So I think God of War actually ended up winning more awards, like in quantity. Mm-hmm. But Elden Ring taking home Game of the Year really says something. And Elden Ring is a game that neither of us have played yet. We're going to because we are now owners of it. So that'll be on the list soon, probably after God of War. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Game of the Year. So good for them. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West is another big game this year, and it was nominated for a lot of different categories. But somehow, Horizon Forbidden West didn't win a single award, which I feel like it's one of the better games out this year. So I'm surprised it didn't win anything. Um, I think there were, I guess, better (coughs) games in a lot of these categories than it, but I just feel like it's kind of a situation where if you ain't first, you're last. Right, they didn't win anything, but they got nominated for a lot. So I guess that's something. Anyways, that's that's pretty much all I had mm-hmm. around the game awards. Yeah, um, I didn't want to spend too much time on it, but we can uh, go ahead and hop over to new game releases. Why don't we? Sure. So we have new games this week. We have Divine Knockout on PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4. Xbox One and PC. Hello Neighbor 2. <sighs> PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One and PC. I think you and I had pretty much the same reaction to that one. Mm-hmm. Sky, Children of the Light on PS5 and PS4. Chained Echoes on all consoles and PC. Crossfire Legion on PC. Metal Hellsinger on PS4, Xbox One. I guess that must have been a uh, a preview that they had out previously. I know we've played that game before. Uh, Vampire Survivors has gone to iOS and Android, so you can now play Vampire Survivors on your phones. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Choo Choo Charles on PC, Dragon Quest Treasures on Switch, and that's it for new games this week. I know, so we played Secret Neighbor, right? Yeah, and this is Hello Neighbor. Yeah, so there's Hello Neighbor, and then there was Secret Neighbor, and now there's Hello Neighbor 2. I think Hello Neighbor and Secret Neighbor are quite a bit different. Okay. But it's like by the same studio, so... I wish they would change the character's look, though. Yeah, I don't really like the art style so much. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't rule out, you know, liking Hello Neighbor, so... You know, I'll I'll throw that in there before we kind of just write it off. But, True, yeah. I guess so. How about Game Pass games this week? All right, so on Game Pass this week is Hello Neighbor Two, which is also day one it's release. Back again, yeah. Mm-hmm. On console, PC, and cloud, 
Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga on console, PC, and Cloud. Chain Echoes, also day one release yes. on console, PC, and Cloud. And Metal Hellsinger as well on Xbox One, though. Okay. And now I just kind of want to do a little flashback. Uh, I think it was probably mid-year or so. I forget when LEGO Star Wars The Skywalker Saga came out. But it was on the top 10 games for a little while. Um, and it, it seemed like it did a pretty good job keeping its spot on the list for mm-hmm. a while. And I think it was considered one of the better LEGO games mm-hmm. that have been out. Uh, especially this last year or so. But now it's on Game Pass. I think that's a really good one for us to check out at least. doesn't have to be Game of the Week, but I think I really want to check that one out. Gotcha. But um, yeah, so now shall we get into the ratings for Rushdown Revolt, Game of the Week? Yes. All right, Rushdown Revolt. Let's talk about it. So in the beginning, we were made to do the tutorial, right? Yes, which so, is, is, they called it like a story mode kind of thing. Yeah, but did you do your tutorial using the keyboard or did you use the c- controller? Uh, I think I was using keyboard and mouse at that time. Yeah, wasn't it hard? I thought it was really difficult. It, it was. Um, okay, so just to explain, Rushdown Revolt is a platformer. Uh, well, it, it's a Smash-like fighting game. Mm-hmm. I'd say so not you know not like um Street Fighter or Tekken so much but a lot more like Super Smash Brothers where you have different um different levels and platforms and different characters you can pick and enter the game into as um they all are pretty unique in their own ways and I know Joanne you found a character that you really like Yes my favorite character is Ezzy Okay, yeah, she's like the the fairy one or whatever, right? The witch one, um, right? With you, the magic. And you do really well with her. Yeah. So there's different. There's not that many characters. How many characters did they have? Twelve or eleven? Did they have that many? It felt like less. But anyways, each character there's not too many of them, but each one does feel pretty unique from all of the others in terms of what kind of weapons they use. Um, some that just use their fists. Um, you know, as far as what their different moves do and kind of how what makes them unique right there's this one girl that uses like a whip that gives you a little bit more range but doesn't seem to do quite as much damage and if you miss it leaves you a little bit more open to attack mm-hmm. you know and there's other other characters that are kind of more um agile but maybe more like but less range on them mm-hmm. so I haven't really noticed too much like imbalance in the characters yet or anything like that. I think I feel like maybe they've done a pretty decent job at that. You know, and it also made me realize how much I've missed fighting games. I used to play quite a bit of Super Smash Brothers with my friends growing up, and I haven't really done much of any fighting games since then. This mm-hmm. has kind of just been like a first step back into it. Um, but it was it was fun. You know, I'm in, enjoying it. It does seem I know it's a relatively newer game, and it kind of seems like it's in earlier stages, especially when you compare it to something like Super Smash. Mm-hmm. I like to see them add a lot more characters. I would like to see them kind of build out just the 
the UI and just the the game itself a little bit more. There's a few things in it that I've come across that are like little clunky that like it shouldn't be done that way. And I'm sure they're working on fixing, right? Like for example, when we're both loading into a match, right? When yeah. as soon as I'm done loading, like it puts me in the match mm-hmm. and like I can see both of our characters, but, you but I just do. can't move. Yeah. Right. But it, it it looks like there's something's wrong with the game. Like I've loaded in and I can't move my character. And I'm like, did we disconnect? Is it frozen? Like, what is going on here? And then Joanne's like, oh, I'm still loading. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. So when you're done loading, it'll start, I guess. But like, yeah. instead of keeping us both like in the loading screen, it like puts me in the match already, which was not expected. Mm-hmm. Very like weird. So, I mean, at least for the first time now, I guess I know what's going on but that was a a weird thing to experience for the first time yeah yeah and like you mentioned we were playing keyboard and mouse yeah for the tutorial which felt really weird i i've never played like a fighting game like that on keyboard and mouse yeah it's like i could kind of get by the tutorial is easy so that they didn't have a problem with but then when it got to like actual matches i was like no 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 i'm i'm not i can't do this yeah i need a controller in my hands for this plus it's different when it's in story mode you know you're not like smashing your keys as much as when we're playing the duels you know i mean i I even had a little bit of difficulty in the tutorial on the keyboard just like jumping from platform to platform Mm -hmm. like choosing the space bar for that versus just like pressing the x button yeah like it was it didn't feel as right so switching over to controller for the this kind of game just felt way better for me way more comfortable and i was i was able to perform a lot better mm-hmm. that's true yeah so we could jump to the ratings i guess okay first category of convenience how convenient did you think rushdown revolt was i think it was pretty convenient seeing that the matches don't last too long and if you're busy you could just start over another match mm-hmm. if you die in one match. It's not really penalizing, so. True. Yeah, I did notice that they they have a ranked mode, you know, and, and they have leaderboards. So if that is your thing and you're competitive and you're, you're like you're good at these games and you want to climb the leaderboard, uh, you can do that. We didn't get into anything ranked. We just did versus mode mm-hmm. against each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we tried things out with computers and doing teams. Yeah. Which I was interesting too and fun. <laughs> yeah. Because um, the cool part of that was even when we were doing teams, you could still hurt your teammate. Mm-hmm. Most games that I've played like this, that they don't do it that way. But we had to be really careful. It also worked out in our favor a lot. The opposing team would hurt each other a lot too. So Yeah. But anyways, that's neither here nor there around convenience. I agree with you. I mean, the matches don't last that long. I mean, you could change the settings so they do last longer, but for the most part, people are going to do, you know, four or five lives at a time. Yep. Oh, I haven't given the rating. I would give it convenience of eight. Eight. Okay. I'm giving it a convenience rating of nine. Fair enough. Um, Even if it's just like the two of us, if we absolutely had to, we could just like, you know, Sit on each end of the platform and and take a break if yeah. we needed to, right? I don't. Well, I guess if there's a timer, 
something might happen, but it doesn't really matter. You just restart the match and, yeah. and no harm done really. So, and plus the matches don't last that long either. Mm-hmm. So I think both those things make it pretty convenient. So yeah, I'm giving it a nine, not perfect convenience, but pretty darn close. Yep. Next is on communication. Now, when we were playing this one, I, I, I know it did drive a little bit of communication between us like afterwards. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit like during the fights as well. But it was mostly around like, oh, how did you do that? Or like um, around, oh, nice hit. Or like, yeah. oh, I got you. You know, or just stuff like that. It wasn't really anything uh, deeper or anything more than that. You feel like... What did you feel about the communication? I feel like it was more of a very shared activity. I feel like we bonded over this game, not like verbally, like you said. It is more like the fun of playing it against each other. Because everything that I do impacts you and everything you do impacts me. Yeah. Like, you can't... Like, this game is, is... You're playing with each other only, and there's very few NPC or computer factors that Mm -hmm. kind of distract us from each other. Yeah, yeah. So it just felt very fun in that sense. If we're talking about it from a gamer couple perspective, this is definitely the game that you guys could, you know, settle an argument over or something. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and it's. I think it's a game that I'll want to follow and keep an eye on. Um, you know, especially, it also is is free to play on Steam. We mm-hmm. didn't mention that. Yeah, that's where we've been playing it. So if you want to check it out, it's completely free. If you just have Steam, mm-hmm. um, it's one I want to keep on my radar, especially as they kind of smooth things out. Maybe add some more characters. Yeah. You know, it'd be fun to play. You know, it's also making me wanting to get back into Super Smash Brothers. So if you liked this one, you would probably like Super Smash Brothers also. That's true. And um, I forgot to mention, did, did you say anything about the big head mode? I, I did not. I didn't know <laughs> if we wanted to go there. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was interesting as well. For those who like chibi modes, you know, where the characters kind of like compress into little beings with big heads that would be yeah there was a big head mode that was that kept throwing me off because their heads were just so huge it was like hard to tell like if you were hitting somebody or not and yeah i don't know yeah we only only tried that one once yeah i mean big head mode we had to try it right yeah interesting so what was your rating on communication um i was gonna give it an another eight only because of the bonding aspect to it like it doesn't have to be in-depth, but I felt like there was... But it's not really communication. So is this bonding slash communication? I guess so. I mean, it's more about how much you're communicating with your spouse. So... All right. You're making me rethink this category here. All right. I, I changed mine. I, I Believe it or not, I increased it more than what mm-hmm. I have here. So I am giving it a six. Oh, wow, and that's after you increase it. <laughs> yeah, I had it at a three to begin with because I was like, hey, we don't really talk about it much. But if you're saying like, okay, but I do get like the bonding part because it's like you're totally, I'm completely focused on your character and what each of us are doing. Yeah. And it's not like, oh, I'm doing this over here while you're doing that over there, you know, focused on something completely different. We're like completely focused on each other. Mm-hmm. 
So, mm-hmm. okay, I can kind of see that. Uh, next category is story. I feel like I don't I, have a whole lot to say here. I have to be honest. I wasn't really like doing the story mode of this game. Yeah, I, mean, I, I progressed further in the story than you because I was like, I have curious. to see if there's something there. <laughs> and it was basically like a continuation of the tutorial where they're just trying to teach you how to get past like more difficult obstacles. You know, um, yeah, but there wasn't there wasn't really like a story, which yeah, it makes not, sense. I mean, it, it, it's a fighting game, so I mean, yeah. like, there's not really any story in Super Smash Brothers either. How are they gonna? Yeah, it's not a God of War, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, not really what I would be expecting out of a game. Yeah, like this of this category, anyways. But yeah, I mean, story. It didn't. I mean, I know there's lore behind the characters, but there wasn't really like a story-driven part of the game. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a one. I'm sorry. Yeah, I did the same thing on okay. story. Um, if there was a little bit of like, you know, characters that they would introduce in the in the uh, tutorial or story mode that they had, you know, that would probably change some. But for the most part, it's not why we're playing the game anyways. So it's just a category. The next one is repeatability. What did you think on the repeatability here? You know what I think of the repeatability. Yeah, I know you, I know you think it's repeatable for sure. Um, I Either. would give it a nine. Ooh, a nine. Because I think like it's a game that I would go back to. I wouldn't put too much time on it, but I would go back to... Every once in a while, kind of like Mario Kart or Mario Party, you know? Sure. So, okay. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's one that, yeah, every round is fun. It's not like you don't really feel like you're doing the exact same thing every time. Mm-hmm. Especially if you, like, find multiple characters that you like to play with or play against. Yeah. You know? So And there's quite, there's quite a few different modes that they have already. So that's kind of spices things up and keeps things interesting. Uh, so I think I'm kind of with you there. On repeatability, though, I'm giving it an 8. Mm-hmm. Last category is that of fun. A good old fun factor. What do you think, Joanne? How fun was this game for you? Um, I think it was pretty fun. And only more so because I'm playing it with you. Mm-hmm. I do not know how fun it would be if I was playing it like on the online. Right. Like ranked or something? Yeah. Sure. So I would have to have some reservations on that instead of giving it a full 10 just because it's review. Um, I would give it a fun factor of 8. 8. Okay. And I mean, I'm, I'm with you there. Uh, I feel like I'm, I'm liking it mostly just because it's a fighting game. And yeah. I haven't had a whole, a whole lot of those in my life lately. I, I do feel like there's some better ones out there. Mm-hmm. But this one is free to play. Yeah. It's online. Uh, it has a lot of the things that I would look for in a fighting game. So mm-hmm. it's definitely worth checking out. And I'm having fun with it. Mm-hmm. And I still want to keep going back to it every once in a while at least. Yes. So I gave it a fun of seven. Okay, fair. We're close. Yeah, it's not too far off from you. Mm-hmm. Um, so totaling up our scores for this game, I gave it a 31 and you gave it a 34. And just as a reminder, these are out of 50. On those five categories, we went over convenience, communication, story, repeatability, and fun. 
That's pretty good. That's not bad. I mean, that's that's kind of average. I feel like. Yeah, above average. Average would be like twenty five now, like in the middle. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I guess technically, but of the games we've rated, mm-hmm. yeah, seems like most are somewhere around there at least. Yes. But that is it for our game review for Rust Down Revolt. Uh, like we were saying, though, free on Steam, and if this sounds like even a little bit of fun for you, you may want to go check it out. A uh, great chance for some bonding. If you have a yeah. loved one or a friend you want to play this with, this one is not a bad one to pick up. Mm-hmm. But before we close things out, let's tell people where they could find us. Yes. You can check out our Instagram page on gamer underscore parents underscore podcast. That's where we update pictures of live and gaming. In. Yep. And fairly often you're cooking. Oh, yes. That's part of life. <laughs> Which I'm just reminding you because I know you've kind of slowed down on on those things because I'm the one that benefits the most. <laughs> uh, you can also find us on Twitter at twitter.com slash gamerparentspod. You check out our YouTube at Gamer Parents Podcast, which also has the podcast episodes over there as well, if that is your preference. You can also find us over on Twitch, where we have our weekly streams every Tuesday at 9.30 p.m. Central, with hopefully some surprise streams in the future. So if you like Twitch, give us a follow. Make sure the notifications are turned on so you can see when we go live because we might be having some surprise streams yes. uh, coming up as well. And, and, you can, and that Twitch, you can find us at twitch.tv slash gamerparentspod. And you might just get a chance to see us get bean boozled or eat yeah. bugs. So the, the way it works on Twitch, if you're not familiar with it, if you just watch somebody's stream, you get channel points. And if you get enough points, you can redeem them for things that we're talking about, like the bean boozled jelly beans or eating bugs. Uh, you can make us kiss. You can make us do all kinds of weird, crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And you get those points just by watching. So yeah. completely free. Just come hang out. You can talk to us. We'll talk back to you. And uh, you can torture us if you want with jelly beans and uh, bugs. So. Give us a follow, a like, subscribe, whatever it is, wherever it is. We appreciate it. The best place to hang out with us would be the Discord channel, where we are in daily conversations with the group over there. You can find the link for that in the podcast episode description or in the YouTube video description if you're listening over there. But that is all that we have for you this week. We will catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye.